Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be bringing you your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, through wherever you listen to The Bar. We're definitely grateful. This is the month of October, and for the month of October, I have been interviewing guests that have been influential in my life, uh, as well as this podcast. And many of you guys know my daily routine. Uh, I wake up every morning, you know, give God praise and uh, pray and, and thank Him for the day. And then immediately I start listening to stuff, uh, podcasts. And these podcasts have uh, shaped my growth, my spiritual growth. And I am super, super excited to have uh, one of the uh, voices that I hear almost every morning. So when he got on the phone, I, I felt like I was, you know, right at home. Uh, one of the podcasts I listen to every day is True for Life with uh, Pastor Alistair Begg. And yes, we have Alistair Brett Begg in the house. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thanks. And uh, I'm delighted to get to talk to you. Yes, sir. I am so excited. Uh, my listeners know that, you know, I call it the three pillars. I do uh, 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 Ligonier, you know, renewing yep. your mind. I do True yep. for Life and I do Grace to You, man. And that's how I okay. start my day. <laughs> wow. That's, I'm, I, I'm excited to be included in such illustrious company. Yeah, man. You're right there in there, man. So I, for those that may be under a rock or never heard of you, I'm going to give you the floor right here to just introduce yourself to the listeners, tell, uh, share whatever you like, personal, professional. I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Sure. Uh, uh, well, uh, first of all, I was born uh, a long time ago in Glasgow, Scotland, and uh, became uh, a Christian while I was there. And uh, since 1983, when I was uh, 31, uh, I've been in uh, suburban Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, when they came and told me about Cleveland, Ohio, I had to find find it on a map. I didn't know where it was, and uh, which is a testimony to how poor my geography is. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, ca I came at their invitation 35 years ago, and uh, here I am uh, all these years later, still trying to figure out how to uh, be the pastor and uh, encourage others and uh, teach the Bible and uh, uh, go through my days. I'm I'm a pastor and uh, that's what I do. 
and uh, so I love I love pastoral ministry. I love uh, other pastors, and I learn from them. And hopefully, I can be an encouragement to to them, even as they are an encouragement to me. I have a wife uh, of now 43 years. I have three grown children, a son who's single, two married daughters, uh, five grandchildren with uh, with two more on the way because one of my girls uh, is expecting twin girls. Wow. And so life life is rolling along, Dwayne. It's rolling <laughs> along. That is awesome, man. That is so awesome. Uh congratulations on the twins. Wow. I mm. uh I have a uh eighteen month old and a four year old and a nine year old and an eighteen year old. So I'm spread spread across the board, man. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. You've you you've got it all covered. Well at least you've got a babysitter. You got a built in babysitter. There you an go. Eighteen year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, good. Sir. Good stuff, man. So I like to, you know, a lot of my listeners, uh, you know, listen to Truth for Life. And um, even one particular uh, uh, pastor, Randy uh, Batchman, he actually told me about your conferences for pastors. Uh, Do you still do that conference? And if so, can you tell my listeners a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, we started it a long time ago now. I think we started it in uh, 2000. And uh, we had... You know, I don't know how many people came, not very many, and we didn't know what to call it, so we called it Basics, and the idea was that we would try and each encourage each other because we said, you know, like, whether it's taking free throws uh, in basketball mm-hmm. or or making eggs or being married or whatever, the key to it usually is doing the basics well most of the time. And so we said, what we want to try and encourage pastors to, pastors to do is do the basics. So we had the first one in 2000, and then someone said, well, we should probably do another one. What do you think we should call it? So I said, well, we'll call it Basics 2001. And so now we're looking. Now we're <laughs> there's not a lot of creativity with this man. So now we're looking at uh, Basics 2019, and mm-hmm. it's usually the exact same time. It's uh, I think uh, this coming year it will be like uh, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 6, 7, and 8 of of May. Mm-hmm. And we do the whole thing here. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, catering here and everybody's here. It's, it's really pretty good. I can say that because <laughs> I really don't have much to do with it. My, my team here do a fantastic job of putting it all together. But we would love to, or we'd love to see uh, more and more people coming and, uh, uh, the more uh, diverse our our congregation becomes, the more diverse our basics becomes, uh, the more we have an opportunity to stand up to our crazy world and say, you know, Jesus is really the answer to all of this stuff. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah, he had really high regards for the conference, how much he enjoyed it and, and loved yes. it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, definitely, definitely any pastors that are listening, we encourage you to check that out. Um, and, and like I told you, I have a lot of local pastors that listen. And um, one of the questions I like to ask guys uh, that have been pastoring for, you know, many years, um, when when you when you came here, let's rewind back to when you first started the, I guess, pastoring in, I guess, in the 80s. Um, what were some of the things that you either did back then or wish you would have done when you first started out as a, as a pastor? Well, I think, you know, I had been on a, I'd been in a church on my own for six years in Scotland, and I had 
you know, I'd ma- I thought I'd made all the mistakes you could make in those first <laughs> six years. And then and until I get over here and then I decided I could make, I found a few more that I could make. Um, you know, one of the things that, that when, when we're young, uh, I think the temptation when we're young is that uh, we, 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 we overestimate what we can do, you know, like in a year mm-hmm. and we under, and we underestimate what can be accomplished in five years. Mm. So that, that sense of uh, sort of, trying to chase things along all the time. Um, and, and at the same time, I think I, I think I thought that I could, you know, just by exhorting my people, you know, uh, get them to where they needed to be. And so it took me some time to realize, no, I mean, there is a vital place for exhortation, but we have to exhort them on the basis of, of, um, the truth of God's word and, mm-hmm. and God's grace and, and patience. And, um, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to realize how gracious and patient God is with us and uh, as pastors, and then and then we and then we fail to exhibit the same grace when we're dealing with our flock. Mm. So you know, th- th- those are constant lessons for me. I mean, I'm constantly trying to catch myself and monitor myself. What we did on the positive side is we just started straight off to teach the Bible mm-hmm. and uh, to teach it. You know verse by verse and chapter by chapter and book by book, believing that, you know, the word of God uh, does the work of God by the spirit of God, you know, in, in, in the people of God. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really the, that's the thesis. And uh, so we want to do Acts 6, you know, we want to give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And I regard that as, you know, just basic essentials. And so other things can continue around that and do go on alongside that. But I liken it to the big the big bass drum, you know, when, when you see these uh, Scottish pipe bands coming down the street. Mm-hmm. And then there's, uh, that poor soul has that gigantic drum, you know, <laughs> where, where, where he's got, you know, he's strapped right between his, you know, his arms and uh, he bangs those things left to right. And what I noticed was, you know, even when the other music stops, that fellow never stops beating that drum mm-hmm. because he's keeping time for the for the the band as it moves through the streets. And so I like to think of the teaching of the Bible a bit like that drum, you know, that is the constant drumbeat of the church and then all the other things that accompany it and go around it and enhance it and so on uh, are likened to, you know, all the other elements. Wow. That's a really good analogy. Really good analogy. I, I actually was in a marching band. I wasn't in a Scottish band, but I was okay. in a marching band. But they do and, the uh, same thing, don't same they? Same thing. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to say. There's a there's a bass drum guy, and like you said, he, it's a big old thing strapped on, yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, they continually <laughs> go, uh, even when everybody else stopped. That is very good analogy. So, man, yeah, one I'm thing glad, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good. One thing that I, I love and I noticed about Truthful Life is you guys, uh, you guys stay uh, on. I guess you can say kind of the cutting edge as far as uh, making your materials available. You know, what was what, what what was your inspiration on? You know, recording all of these sermons, and then you know you have the app and you got it on Roku. I mean, it's it's everywhere. I, I tell people about it all the time. What what is what was your 
what kind of inspired that? And then what's kind of the vision that you use to kind of move forward and make sure that you guys stay in those places? Mm. Well, that's a, that's, that's a good question. I'm glad to answer it because it's uh, what I always say here is that the vision is somebody else's and the voice is mine. Mm. And what I mean by that is the, the, the whole genesis of our radio program came about as a result of the vision of a of a literally of a boy who was a high schooler when I first visited here way back in 1981 and in the providence of God his uh, his uh, career trajectory took him into broadcasting and he's the one who became the impetus for the the commencement of a radio program and we were only on three stations uh, at like nine o'clock at night on a Sunday night and uh you know, he he's the one who said, I, I think we should do this. I, I I don't know about you, Dwayne, but I, I wouldn't cross the street to hear myself preach. And so <laughs> I didn't I didn't have any vision of uh, like I, I wasn't I, I wasn't arrogant enough to think anybody else. beyond. I wasn't sure half my congregation wanted to hear me, let alone anybody else. But he's the one who drove it at the beginning. And, okay. you know, he he's actually the one who continues to. And so. I find, I mean, I didn't even know. A few months ago, I had to ask, "What is Roku?" I thought it was like, a, I thought it was, I thought it was a, an analgesic cream or something. I don't know what it was. And he said, "No, it's it's a thing with a TV and that stuff." I said, "Well, who put that on there?" And he said, "I did." You know, so, <laughs> I said, "Okay, fine." You know, I mean, I, the way I look at everything like this is, I like to be on the receiving end of the initiative mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than being out ahead of the curve saying. Hey, what? I bet you want to hear this, or I bet you want mm-hmm. to see this. So, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. But these, I, I have a wonderful group, and you know, many of them are, you know, they're twenty years younger than me. Some of them are thirty years younger than me for sure. Some mm-hmm. of them might even be close to forty years younger than me now, because mm-hmm. you know, I'm sixty-six. And so, mm-hmm. these young, these young folks with their, with their ideas and things, I don't let them get out of hand. <laughs> but, I, but I want them to, I want them to be thinking creatively and mm-hmm. and ta- and tapping into uh, the, the different avenues that can be used without compromising uh, what we're doing in any mm-hmm. way and, mm-hmm. and without appearing to be um, inflating our own balloon, as it were. Right, right, yeah, and that that's and I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's what I noticed and honestly try to model. Uh, with my podcast and the network I'm trying to build, um, you guys, uh, your your professionalism, uh, your excellence, everything is always, uh, you know, on point. And the message is always the same. You know, the 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 way we receive it may be different. It may be on your phone, on your Alexa, or wherever. But you know, it's always the same. You know, solid message. And uh, and I'm I'm just on a personal level grateful um, because. The, the the thing is, you could have been a kind of guy who's like, you know, kind of stifling these new ideas, right, you right. know, you could have been that guy that was like, you know, I don't want, you know, my sermons right. out there and that right. and that in itself uh, is awesome. man. so we're going to take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back. The Blessed Beard and Fenimore's General Market invites you to join us on Saturday, November 24th from 12 to 7 p.m. for Fenimore's Fair. That Saturday is Small Business Saturday and will showcase some of the best small businesses that Greenville has to offer. 
Set in scenic downtown Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Fenimore's Fair offers local flair and beautiful surroundings. So go to Facebook, search Fenimore's Fair, that's F-I-N-N-A-M-O-R-E apostrophe S F-A-I-R-E to show your interest in the event and share it out to friends. Or, if you're interested, apply to be a vendor. Thanks, and remember, shop small, shop local, and support your neighbors. All right, we're back in here with uh, Pastor Al Sebeg. So much fun uh, having him on the show. So humbled and so grateful for uh, this just chance to have him. And what we like to do here, uh, Pastor Beg, is we like to do what I call the bar signature questions. These are three questions that I ask all of my guests that I used to brag and say nobody's ever asked you these questions before, but um, I had uh, who was Rosario, Rosario Butterfield on and she busted my bubble said that People have asked those these questions before, so I can't uh-huh. brag about that anymore. But All right. these are the signature bar questions. And the first signature bar question is, what is your favorite music or music genre? What kind of music do you listen to? Mm. Well, I have a very eclectic interest in music. I, I, I actually just really love music, Dwayne. And so, it, you know, on my, on my phone, I've got... I've got everything from, you know, the Cleveland Orchestra provided it's uh, it's uh, a melody line that I can follow. I'm not I'm not good on I'm not good on sort of uh I'm I'm not a huge fan of Mahler, let's put it that way. But but I like I like that and but uh I grew up in the 60s, so I grew up with uh what would be regarded as classic rock and roll music and certainly you know uh, when Help came out, I was 13. You know, I, was, <laughs> I, I grew I grew up with the Beatles, mm-hmm. so I'm still I still have a lot of that music. I was a huge fan of uh, um, uh, Paul Simon and James mm-hmm. Taylor and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and all of that kind of stuff. The Eagles, all of those things. Um, but I don't talk about it too much because one time I was asked this question and mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, I mentioned Pink Floyd, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I was promptly taken off eight radio stations. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, because because the man uh, who ran the radio stations wrote me a letter and he said that uh, Pink Floyd was a very bad man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't even know that Pink Floyd was a group. He thought it was a person, and. Um, so uh music all kinds of music i love i i love uh you know i've got the supremes on there i've got the four tops i've got you know i've got it all when I, sometimes at night i do the disc jockey for my wife and she is amazed at the comprehensive nature of, of my music all right that's pretty good let's go to the next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Mm, very good. I am currently reading um, David Copperfield by Charles Dickens. <laughs> and uh, I know you think that's probably funny, but I I got on to rereading it from boyhood because I was thinking about humility and I remembered uh, the character in in the Copperfield uh, called Uriah Heep, 
who is who is not humble at all, but he tells everybody he's very humble. Mm. And uh, so I, I'm thoroughly enjoying that as far as a novel is concerned. I'm also reading um, a book called Black Box Thinking by uh, a British journalist called Matt Syed. The thesis of the book is that uh, the key to success is not failure, but actually learning the lessons that failure brings. Mm. And it, it's, a, it's a quite fascinating study. It's, it, it's, not, uh, uh, it's not a hard read, but it's, it's, I, f- I find it very helpful. And I also just uh, began to read um, a true spy story uh, that uh, has to do with the fellow who was working for the MI6 in Britain at the time of the Cold War. Mm. And uh, both Reagan and Thatcher were relying on the information that this fellow was was producing. Neither Reagan nor Thatcher knew who he was. Uh, He's alive today and he's living in London uh, in secrecy and uh, trying to stay as far away from the Soviets as he possibly can. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm reading I'm reading them, and I'm also reading um, a little book, uh, which is the sermons of uh, John Murray, uh, the late John Murray of Westminster Seminary, and that is the that's the main holy book that I'm reading at the moment. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, sir. So the last the last signature bar question is. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Mm. Well, you know, I usually go in search of things. I'm not, I'm not a routine, I'm not a routine listener. I mean, when I'm driving in the car and I have the stations on, then I, depending on the time that I'm in there, I hear whoever's on there, whether it's John MacArthur or, or whoever it is. Um, I. I go in search of material when I am when I'm studying and I'm thinking I wonder what uh I wonder what Mr. So and so did with this especially mm-hmm. if it's a diff- if it's a difficult passage. Um I tell you who who I where I go to I go to St. Matthias Media which comes out of Australia and uh, the, some of those Australian boys are are really very very good. I also uh, go to the uh, the media site of St Helen's Bishopsgate in London, uh, which is where the material of um, uh, uh, Dick Lucas uh, is is to be found. And there's that's a rich uh, well of material. And in my car, just uh, as I was driving uh, yesterday and today, I'm actually listening to. Uh, four CDs by John Stott hmm. on uh, on Romans uh, five, six, seven, and eight. Wow! Awesome, good stuff. It's okay. pretty, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty thorough list. I appreciate that. I'm sure some of my listeners are going to be excited about some of those uh, those different resources uh, to check good. out those those guys. That was very helpful. Yep. So, um, I. I know we're running short on our time and uh, I, I got to let you go. I got a, a, a funny question to ask you. You were in Cleveland. Uh, so how, how was the, 
church attendance, you know, before LeBron, after LeBron, before LeBron came back. <laughs> I think, I think uh, the answer to that is steady. steady. <laughs> now, uh, what I would tell you, though, is in relationship to the Browns, you know, uh-huh. when the Browns are playing, the church attendance goes up. <laughs> but, uh, but don't don't let us don't let us get out because no, uh, you no, know I mean how, we've got we got a we have thirty two thirty two games with one one win I think we're at thirty three games now with one oh, win oh man so, yeah yeah they need to come is, be a is, member man they need to come to your yeah. church get some some favorite yeah. God on their life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely needed some divine intervention, brother. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, well, sir, I, I really appreciate you again coming on the bar, taking time, talking to me. Uh, I'm going to give you the floor right here, man. Anything you want to say in closing to my listeners, uh, any words of encouragement or anything, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you. Uh, I enjoyed the chance to chat with you. I I had heard of you with a hearing ear. I haven't seen you with a seeing eye, mm-hmm. but I I rejoice in our partnership in the gospel and uh, commend uh, you you and your work uh, to the Lord. Uh, to the listeners, um, uh, maybe a couple of things. I I try to remind myself constantly that uh, uh, God says through the prophet Isaiah, "This is the one to whom I will look," says the Lord. Uh, he who is humble and contrite in spirit and who trembles at my word. Uh, Also, the reminder that, you know, one can plant and another can water, but only God can make things grow. Mm. And that, uh, as Paul says in Romans, what is it? Uh, Romans 11, he says, for from him and through him and to him are all things. And uh, so in in light of those truths, I encourage uh, those who are listening to forge ahead and any who are listening who have never resolved the question of what it means to um, uh, understand and believe the gospel then uh, I encourage them to uh, turn to the scriptures and to and to seek God and the word of God says that those who seek him they will find him if they search for him with all of their heart and so may that be so amen sir thank you thank you so much to the bar listeners Appreciate you guys tuning in to the Bar Podcast. Where we are biblical and reformed, and we're grateful for your time. Make sure you check out all of the shows on the Bar Podcast Network. And until next time, you guys, God bless you. We're out of here. What's up, Bar listeners? It's finally here, the Bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there